Hello and welcome to the Dear Future Self podcast with your host, Zoe Longford-Brown. This is the podcast where you get clarity on what you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals without diet culture. It's been almost five years since I founded my coaching business, Zoe Rose Fitness, which specializes in helping women to find their love of exercise and feel the happiest and healthiest they've ever felt. Our mission is to help as many women as we can and provide you with weekly episodes designed to educate, motivate, and inspire you to improve your health and well-being. I know through personal experience that this isn't always a straightforward journey, which is why I believe the work comes from looking after your future self. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Dear Future Self. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dear Future Self. This is a solo episode, so it is just going to be me this week. And I thought it'd be really good to start off by sharing a bit about myself and sharing my story. Now, I ummed and ahed a little bit actually about whether or not I wanted to do this because honestly, I don't want this podcast at all to be about me. I want it to be something that is very, very useful for you to put into place and for you to make a change in your life. But I know that I actually learn a lot from hearing people's stories and I personally find them really, really motivating. And also for some of the conversations that we're going to be getting into in future episodes, I actually think it's important to understand a little bit about my background and, you know, bits and bobs that I've done. If it's not something you're interested in, you can totally skip this episode. I will not be offended at all. (laughs) Um, I just want this to be as useful as possible for anybody that's listening. I'll get straight into it. So I have always been into some sort of fitness, especially as a child. I was one of those that I was either skating or doing ballet or swimming or doing something like that. I loved it. I was in all of the after school clubs and I just really, really enjoyed being active. Weirdly, I didn't enjoy PE though. I really, really didn't enjoy at school. I remember particularly in primary school, any kind of games. I remember very clearly, you know, when you were asked to pick like games and who was going to be in your team, I was also the last to be picked. And I am absolutely terrible at anything to do with throwing and catching balls. Like it (laughs) just doesn't happen for me. It's not something that I am good at at all. That always kind of put me off. And I always never really thought of myself as being active because what I did even though it was active, I did was like ballet, you know, I did dance and skating and swimming as well was maybe the only thing that I thought was active, active. And as we know, you know, this just isn't the truth, but I did have this thing of being like, oh, exercise, mm, unless it looks a certain way, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be for me. And to be honest, even in high school, I had a slightly different relationship with PE. Um, I enjoyed some parts of it. I remember that we actually did an aqua aerobics class. Um, we got to go, I think it was offsite. Yeah, it was offsite. We would get, we'd get the bus. Um, there'd be a small group of us and we'd do aqua aerobics for an hour and then we'd go back to school. And to be honest, I think I just liked messing around with my friends <laughs> for it. And, you know, we had, we had a great time. I did like gymnastics, but again, anything to do with like netball, running, Oh, just any of that just made me just hated it, just hated it. So I had really just thought 
all I'm going to do is do some form of sport. And for me, that was ballet and skating. That was what I really, really enjoyed. And I was like, right, yep, cool. That is enough to keep me fit and healthy. And that's what it is I need to do. So I moved to Edinburgh after I finished school and I went straight into the world of work. And here's when I was like, right, I'm just going to keep skating. Like skating is what it is I love. I'm just going to keep doing that. That's going to be my exercise. And anyone that's skated, it's you will know it's really hard work. <laughs> You're covering all aspects. You're covering strength, balance, flexibility, cardio, you know, all of them. You are ticking all of those boxes. But I guess outside of skating, I wasn't I wasn't really doing anything else apart from maybe stretching. Now, I kept doing this and it kept working fine, but I got to a stage where I started getting quite severe back pain. I just knew in my body that something wasn't right, like something was going on. It didn't feel good for me. I was in quite a lot of pain all of the time. I'd remember waking up in the middle of the night and just I was like, oh, this just, this is not right. This is not right. And it took me a long time to figure out what, what was going on. And to be honest, it probably took about six months to really understand it. And at that time I was pretty terrified because every time that I did something on the ice, I was worried what if, if something really big is building and I'm just making it worse and worse and worse, what, what am I doing? So there was that fear factor as well. And it, yeah, it just all felt very overwhelming at the time. When they actually got to the root of it, they thought this is a stress fracture in your spine, which is obviously pretty serious and very worrying. Luckily, when I got the MRI, this was not the case. I was very, very fortunate that this was not the case. And I actually had a disc bulge. I think it's on my lower left side. I've still got it to this day. And basically, what they said and what why I came out of the the meeting with with the surgeon, he said, look, there's nothing that needs to be done. You need to get stronger. Like you are actually not strong enough. Um, you have really little strength in your back in particular. And this is why you are getting this, this is why you're getting pain. This is why you're getting injured. So you need to go and get this sorted and you need to get stronger. And I remember being like, hmm, like what? Really? Like I thought I was doing all the right things. And at that time as well, I probably, in fact, I did not have a very good relationship with food or my body at all. I used food as a form of punishment and I basically wanted to be smaller, 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 smaller was better. And yeah, it just wasn't a particularly good time. So I knew something needed to change because I couldn't be in this pain anymore. Like this pain was not okay. And I wanted to, like my main motivation was I wanted to continue skating. Like I want, I plan to still be skating in my eighties. So to do that, I really, really need to look after myself. So I was like, right, I'm going to get a PT. I'm going to go do something about this and I'm going to really work on my strength. Let's, let's do this. Let's, this is what I need to do. So I got a PT, I joined a gym and I went into the world of strength training. Now I went into the gym for the first time properly. I mean, I've been, I'd been going, I think I had a gym membership, but I go and like do random things on the machine. So I'll do like 10 minutes here, 10 minutes here. I didn't really. And then I do some stretches. I didn't really have particular goals in mind for it. I just wanted to go and just do basically do some movement, which is all good. Movement is all good, but I didn't have any structure surrounding it. 
So now when I went in, I remember saying to my PT at the time, I said, look, I, I'm a figure skater. I don't want to get bulky. Like I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to lift anything too heavy. I need to be lean. I need to be this, that, the other. And you know, now I just cringe that I, <laughs> that I said that. Um, but then he educated me that this was not the case and I was going to be lifting heavy and it was going to be the best thing for me. So fast forward down the line, this was so the best thing for me. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, why, why don't more people do this? Why don't, you know, more women in particular do this? This is so important for us. Like not only have, I, I mean, I can't reverse the damage that I've done to my back, but I can manage it. Like I'm not in pain anymore because I keep myself strong. And that was such an empowering feeling. I always felt so, 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 so good at doing it. And that's really kind of where my passion for strength training. And really, actually, I thought, I really want to be a trainer. Like this is what I want to do. I want to help women feel as good as, you know, they can through exercise and really getting themselves, yeah, getting themselves confident and knowing that it can be fun and it can be a great thing to do. Now, that's kind of the one part of the story. That's the exercise part of it. The other side is potentially the the tricky relationship that I had with exercise as well as food, as well as my body. Now, I know I am not alone here at all. I know that There are many, many, many women and men who have been in this situation as well, where, you know, you are using, I used food as a punishment, exercise as a punishment. I, you know, you name it, I had tried it. I went from wanting to be as super like slim and skinny as possible to wanting to be as lean and get my body fat percentage as low as possible. Like I was obsessed. I was obsessed. I wanted to get it under 15%, I think, but for no, like looking back on it, there was literally no reason. Like, I don't know why I just thought it'd be cool to do that. So that's what I set my mind to. And I got myself into a really, really negative place where I would go out for a meal and I would be trying to work out what the calories were. I'd be worrying. I'd, you know, I'd eat a piece of cake and I'd be so worried afterwards and I'd make myself do extra workouts. I just really wasn't in a good space and I really didn't feel good within my body. And actually, I was really quite unwell at this time because I was doing so much, so much at this point in my life. I think I'm pretty sure I was 21 and I was working two jobs. I didn't have a day off. I worked the weekend as well. I would train. I'd get up at between, you know, four and five in the morning. I'd train on the ice. I'd go to the gym at lunchtime. I'd then maybe go to my second job after I finished my first job. Sometimes I go to the gym in the evening. It was a lot, all while restricting my food and hating myself a lot, basically. And it didn't end. It wasn't very pretty. I remember the first time I really just didn't feel right. I just couldn't stop crying. I was horrifically anxious. I do suffer with anxiety. I have um, generalized anxiety disorder as well. That's something I've been diagnosed with and something that I manage. But that was the first bit where I was like, oh my gosh, like something isn't right. And what wasn't right is I was not looking after myself. I was overdoing it massively. I wasn't fueling my body. I wasn't sleeping enough. I wasn't surrounding myself with 
the right support either. So I wasn't surrounding myself with the right people. I was almost surrounding myself with messages and people who were telling me that basically, you know, the way society is, they reward you, don't you? You get rewarded. Oh, you're, you know, who needs to sleep anyway and go to the gym twice a day and all this stuff that was seen as normal. So that's what I thought I needed to do. And quite honestly, I felt like a failure. I felt like, oh my gosh, like what, what is, what is going on? So to cut a long story short, I wouldn't call it, it wasn't a breakdown particularly, but I was very, very unwell. I needed to go to the doctors. I needed to get some help. Like I was not okay. And I had to change things. And the first thing I did was got more sleep. As soon as I did that, things started to shift. And then so did my thinking. I was like, this isn't right. This isn't health. This isn't how I'm supposed to be feeling. This isn't how I want to be feeling something isn't right. And as I started to educate myself, I learned more about what it is you need to feel rest and recovery. How important is that? I started to really focus on that. And I started following different people online and in person. And I thought, okay, like, okay, I fully understand what I've been doing to myself and to my body. And I know where I want to be. Now, this process of, I'll call it recovery at the time, was not easy. It was not, it was not something that necessarily I could have done on my own either. I had help from registered nutritionists. I also have had therapy and still get therapy regularly. And this is what I went through and I'm worked through to help get myself into a healthy place with myself and my body. And it was, it took a long time. And it's always one of those things. It's always going to be a bit of a learning curve, isn't it? It's it's never just going to be straightforward. But I was really, really proud when I got myself into a place. And also when I qualified as a PT, before I took on any clients, I knew that I needed to get myself into a good place. Because if I still had any hangups, if I still was restricting food or having unhealthy behaviors, this was not something that I wanted to teach to my clients. So I knew that was like my motivation to get it sorted. So that's why I sought extra help to help me forwards with my journey. So that is what I did. So I guess fast forward from there, this is kind of many, many, many years later. (laughs) I decided that, yes, I'm going to take on clients. I'm going to build my business. And I knew that it wasn't just, it wasn't just fitness that I wanted to do and strength training, although that is amazing. That's, you know, a great piece of the puzzle, but I also wanted to be able to help my clients with nutrition, with their well-being, with their rest and recovery and with their mental health. So that is why in the Zoe Rose fitness team, there are currently five of us. There's myself, there's Sophie, who's head coach. There's Dr. Laura, who is head of nutrition, our in-house nutritionist. We also have Kat, who is our mental health coach, and also Cal, who focuses on strength and mobility. So there's all the different parts. That was really important to me that it was something that that we covered um, within, because, you know, it's not just one (laughs) straightforward journey. It's something that, that can take time. Um, And you really need their support in all the different areas to help you. So that is where I started building up my company. And we kind of fast forward from here 
kind of today. And um, the companies always looked um, a bit different. I used to also be a figure skating coach. That is something I did alongside starting my business. I don't currently coach figure skating. I just focus on running the business. But I have built up over 10 years in coaching experience, which is amazing. And I can't wait to build up more coaching experience and also to work with all the wonderful women that I have worked with and that I will work with as well within the company. So that is a bit on my story and why it is that, you know, you'll probably hear in future episodes, I'm so passionate about certain things and especially diet culture, why I am so anti, I'm not, I want to clarify that I'm not anti, you know, wanting to change yourself or change certain things or change your lifestyle. That's not what I'm anti at all. I am anti all of these fads that are out there or these things that make you feel like you need to be on a diet or things that aren't sustainable. Like whatever you do, I want you to be able to be doing in 10, 15, 20, 25 years that are still making you feel really good. So diet culture, I had a lot of experience in it, made me feel absolutely miserable absolutely miserable. It was a complete yo-yo effect, getting results that not being sustainable, then going back to square one, then thinking, right, I need to do it again. And it's just this cycle. And what I wanted to do was after I broke out of that myself and found this really kind of healthy, happy place, that's what I wanted to share. And that's what I wanted to share with our clients and put out on this podcast as well. I know that anything that you do, and this is something that I've reflected on really recently as well, actually, is sometimes I'm about to do my workout or I'm about to even go to therapy or I'm about to maybe make my lunch. And I reflect on what does future Zoe need? Because sometimes current Zoe just wants to lie in bed and not do anything, which is totally fine, by the way. Sometimes that is what future Zoe would need. But, you know, I would not do their workout or just sit and scroll Instagram. But I'm like, does future Zoe want that? And it's like, no, no, she doesn't. She wants you to do your workout because you know at the end of the workout, you're going to feel better. I know that if I have a really, really yummy lunch that makes me really happy and fills me up with all the good nutrients, my digestion is going to be great and I'm going to feel great. And future Zoe knows that if I have a really good wind down process before bed, get a proper eight hours sleep, I'm going to function so much better. So that's why I wanted to call this podcast Dear Future Self, because it isn't about sometimes with wellness and looking after yourself, it isn't about, right, okay, what do I want to do right now? Because often it's, I don't want to do anything. (laughs) And that is totally fine. But what is it that future you would thank you for? And I think this is a really nice way to look at it because, for example, if you're sick or if there's something going on and actually you need rest, you can ask yourself, would future me want me to have that rest so I felt better? And if the answer is yes, then you can rest. You know, it's not something that you always have to be perfect for. It is really, really doing doing the hard work because let's face it, it is hard work to look after our health and well-being, but it's always going to benefit us. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. I hope you enjoyed that. This is the first official episode. I am so, so excited to be bringing more and more episodes with some guests, some with myself, and we're going to be diving into lots of different 
topics coming shortly. So if you have any that you'd like to request, you need help with, please let me know because I will certainly be looking for a guest who specializes in that area or talking about it more myself. I would love, love, love for you to subscribe and maybe leave a review. It would mean so much to me. And I look forward to seeing you next week for the next episode of Dear Future Self. 